Session 19, Part 1. It's time to talk about the transition between second density and third density. Let's go. This session starts with Don explaining that he wants to take this new direction for the book or starting with the information that has to do with the evolution of the mind, body and spirit. And I think it was very, very smart to start with the transition between second density and third density because that's like the origin of our spiritual consciousness, if you will. Uh, so it's a lot of fun, all the stuff that is explained here. I'm going to make, you know, some uh, annotations of my own that I think are uh, are relevant to interpret here and some other stuff that is it's really cool to know how and why you know we we created this transition for ourselves in uh, between the second and the third density uh, of consciousness so again one thing that it's important to remember if I forget to mention it is that the transition between second density and third density is very important because from second density, we don't have a, an individual consciousness, uh, uh, self-awareness. And that's the first time we get uh, basically invested in spirit. So we have our own spirit and our own individuality. So that's why this is so crucial. And that's why I think that Don actually took a very good direction to start this line of questioning. Because between first density and second density, it just seems to be a natural... Uh, transition without too much involvement in terms of consciousness itself, which is uh, the regular regularizing patterns of the spiraling energies that create uh, second density from first density, which is uh, minerals and water and uh, fire and air, of course. So, all right, so let's start first. There is uh, a long part of the first question that I'm going to obviate, and we're going to start right away with what Don actually asked in the first question, which is what I would like to know first is do all entities make a transition from second to third density or are there some other entities who have never gone through this transition? Ra explains, your question presumes the space-time continuum understandings of the intelligent energy which animates your illusion. Within the context of this illusion, we may say that there are some which do not transfer from one particular density to another for the continuum is finite. In the understanding which we have of the universe or creation as one infinite being, its heart beating as live in uh, its own intelligent energy, it merely is one beat of the heart of this intelligence from creation to creation. In this context, each and every entity of consciousness has, is, will, experience, experiencing, experience each and every density. Okay, so this one is a hard one to kind of wrap your head around because of all the wordings that Ra uses here. But the question is, if all entities go from second density to third density, and if they go through this process, the answer is that within one context, uh, no, they don't, because this space-time continuum, which is just the third density illusion that we live in, it's kind of finite. It's finite in the terms, think about it as bubbles. Every density of consciousness is like a bubble, and within each bubble there is a containment, if you will. Second density is another bubble, third density, and so on. 
within those densities there are entities and those entities either go th from tr uh, fr transition from one density to the other or they're contained there a great example for us in third density is the astral planes and the angelic realms uh, those are uh, planes that ex uh, that exist here in our third density bubble that do not transition into others even though there are angelic realms uh, all through the octave it seems so it's just a way to to understand this this part of the question or the answer that Ra gives saying that no uh, in, within that context your space-time continuum is kind of contained so it doesn't happen uh, another example of that would be the thought forms that we create. They do not abandon this uh, third density that we're in. It's all part of our creation here. And remember, there are an infinite amount of planes and dimensions within each uh, density. We're living in an infinite creation anyways. But within the context, which is the other part that Ra explains, everything is basically it because there is only one creator so everything that exists here has is or will be experienced by the creator and it's, it's kind of like a mind twist for for us to understand it but all we need to know for me at least the way i understand it is that if everything is the creator then everything has all that the creator has it's just that for uh, for the purposes of us experiencing these illusions then we don't need to go from uh, from density to density, or at least all of them. So that's how I see it. That's how it makes sense to me. Hope it does to you. Let's move to the next question. Don asks, let's take the point at which an individualized entity of second density is ready for transition to third. Is this second density being what we would call animal? Ra says, there are three types of second density entities which become, shall we say, inspirited. The first is the animal. This is the most predominant. The second is the vegetable, most especially that which you call sound vibration complex tree. These entities are capable of giving and receiving enough love to become individualized. The third category is mineral. Let me make a big pause here because now we're getting into what are its second density. If you haven't already from past sessions, uh, learn second density is basically all animals, uh, all the vegetable kingdom or the uh, trees and everything that conforms uh, just basically nature itself that excludes animal. Uh, so, and minerals is another one that they mention which makes sense too in the way that if you think about an animal or a tree they are crystallized forms of energy that have created a different type of awareness now crystals and quartz are also minerals that have become crystallized over time and these are more rare in terms of second density but they are second density and they seem to also graduate to third density even though they're not as common animals are the most predominant as ra says so those are the three categories actually there's a fourth one but we'll get to that let's go to the rest of the answer that ra gives and they say occasionally a certain location place as you may call it becomes energized to individuality through the love it receives and gives in relationship to a third density entity which is in relationship to it this is the least common transition. This is actually pretty cool. Um, it, you would never think that a location, a geographical location, could 
actually become third density, uh, being a second density uh, type of entity itself. Um, never would have occurred to me, but it does make sense when you realize that everything, everything that is matter, intelligent energy has the potential to become or simply to arise into self-awareness by the simple act of loving it and acknowledging it as something. So um, it, it really catches my attention that they say that to a third density entity as opposed to a population, I would think that a population would increase even more the love given to a place, but maybe it has to do only with the individualized attention that we give to a location. So I don't know why it popped into my mind uh, a location where, um, I don't know, say lovers go to meet, you know, like the classical tree where they carve, you know, their names on it, uh, even though there's a tree, but the location itself where, I don't know, it might be a pond or something, maybe it's just my poetic mind, but, you know, something like that, that just gives it a lot of a love and it kind of becomes individualized, but that's pretty cool. Let's go to the rest. Next question. When this transition from second to third density takes place, how does the entity, whether it be animal, tree, or mineral, become inspirited? Ra says, entities do not become inspirited. They become aware of the intelligent energy within each portion, cell, or atom, as you may call it, of its beingness. This awareness is that which is awareness of that already given. From that infinite comes all densities. The self-awareness comes from within, given the catalyst of certain experiences, understanding, as we may call this particular energy, the upward spiraling of the cell or atom or consciousness. You may then see that there is an inevitable pull towards the, what you may call, eventual realization of self. So, this is how it happens. It doesn't, we don't get granted a spirit by some sort of counsel that gives us a spirit. It's just that intelligent energy itself, as it moves through the densities of consciousness, being now in second density, becomes aware of itself. So if you see and you remember the first three distortions of the creation and the central sun and everything else, the first distortion being uh, awareness of itself and free will, this is what happens also in second density. Second density becomes aware of itself and now it gets uh, inspirited by the love and the energy that it receives from uh, from external influences, but can also happen with the own realization of self, which is what Ra is explaining here, that the spiraling energies, that it becomes aware of all the spiraling energies within itself from every cell, atom, and everything, and it becomes aware that it's an individualized portion of the creation or the surrounding itself. So this is what happens when it gets inspirited. I think it's funny that in the previous question, Ra says that uh, an entity, as we may call it, becomes inspirited. And now when Don asks if the entity becomes inspirited, then Ra says an entity does not become inspirited. <laughs> but I think it's just to clarify, you know, the notion that we don't get, uh, we don't get granted a soul or uh, a spirit or whatever you may want to call it, but it's just the awareness of self. It's almost like the creation, the ocean itself of creation is becoming aware of itself. Even though it comes from unity, it becomes aware of the, the particles that may form the ocean itself, you know, the hydrogen and oxygen and the silica and everything else. So uh, that's just the, uh, 
I would say the why Ra calls it a distortion of, of awareness, you know, as long as we experience what we have to experience. And that's the whole purpose of the creation anyway. So hope this makes sense. But that's how they become aware of itself, uh, every part. And that's why second densities are most likely, obviously, to go through this through this process because they already became something and that something becomes aware of itself. So um, the reason why is more appropriate, say, for animals or more predominant for animals to become self-aware is because they are more susceptible to receive the love and attention of the external world and of the, their own pack or their own um, flock or whatever it may be. And they they would also there's another cool part that we're going to talk about it, which is really, really cool, actually, um, when it comes to second density beings becoming aware of themselves as individualized uh, portions of the creation. But we'll get to that. So that's all I have for this part. Again, I hope it makes sense because this is, I would say, the most complicated part of this one video talking about second density, third density. All right. Next question we have is. Then, after the transition into third density, am I correct in assuming that these entities would then be in... We'll take Earth as an example. Would the entities then look like us? They would look be... They would be in human form. Is this correct? Ra says, this is correct, taking your planetary sphere as an example. Very quick pause here. Don asks if they would look like us. And Ra says, taking this planet as an example, yes. Uh, but we're going to get more into what a third density being is in reality in every part of the creation with infinite amount of variations because we have different set of laws and we're going to get a little bit into that too. But I don't think that's too important right now. But just think that uh, here we look like humans, but on other planets they would look different. And that's why extraterrestrials that we see in so many of the insider uh, media they look so different in so many ways. So uh, from, say, insects to reptilians to avians to uh, humanoid-looking forms or humans, as we know. Uh, but they all have a common uh, trait, which we're going to talk about now in a little bit. Next question is, when the first second density entities became third on this planet, was this with the help of the transfer of beings from Mars, or were there some second density entities that evolved in the third density with no outside influence? Ra explains, There were some second density entities which made the graduation in third density with no outside stimulus, but only the efficient use of experience. Others of your planetary second density joined the third density cycle due to harvesting efforts by the same sort of sending of vibratory aid of, as those of the Confederation send you now. This communication was, however, telepathic rather than telepathic vocal or tele telepathic written due to the nature of second density beings. Okay, so this transition happens due to, again, the self-awareness natural by the second density beings and also by some influence that the Confederation says. I want to go back to the first answer of the slide where they say um, there were some second density entities which made the graduation of the third density with no outside stimulus, but only the efficient use of experience. So that's the first part. They buy experience, and this may take a long time. Uh, good thing to note here is that 
second density cycles are millions of years as opposed to 75,000 years for third density. And there's a reason for that. The reason on second density is this. It becomes through experience without outside stimulus. I would think that, and we're going to get into this, uh, the outside stimulus intensifies at the end of the uh, second density cycle and the harvest of second density into third density. So one thing to note there. And the other part is just uh, that they, others of our planetary sphere, uh, second density transition into third helped by other uh, influences that, again, we're going to talk about now. Let's move to the next question where Don says, who sent the aid to the second density beings? Ra says, we call ourselves the Confederation of Planets in the service of the Infinite Creator. This is a simplification in order to ease the difficulty of understanding among your people. We hesitate to use the term sound vibration understanding, but it is closest to our meaning. This is the first time where Ra actually explains that they hesitate to use the word understanding because understanding is not of this reality. It's not from this density. And this is something that I, I use a lot in my, um, in my own, say, uh, meditation or my own analysis of my experiences is that uh, this is a little sideline from the whole second density to third density, but I think it's useful to know that understanding is not really of this reality. So all we're here is for the experience. Even this material, like I've said in past videos, this material does not need to be understood. Does not need to be uh, well uh, analyzed for us to improve our spirit, so to speak. So this is the, the reason why, because we don't understand. We're not capable of understanding fully what it is to have, say, uh, be part of this creation. We just know enough to know that we are part of the whole of oneness. That's our next step. Going beyond that is trying to understand things that are not in our um, capability, which is almost like saying, speaking of second density, trying to make a animal uh, talk with cognitive abilities. That's not possible, at least not within this illusion. Maybe in other illusions, maybe other logos have used it, but not here. And understanding is similar. Take it as an, uh, as an example or analogy, but that's what I mean. And again, now they're saying that the Confederation is the one that actually helped second densities go into third density. So we're going to dive deeper into this in the next question. Don says, then the Confederation also aided in second density to third density transition. Is this correct? Ra says, we must qualify correctness of this query. A portion of the Confederation which is not working with third density, but finds its aid best use in other harvests, that is, the second density harvest, is responsible for aid in these harvests. Quick pause here, very important to say that they need to qualify the correctness of this query, meaning that it's not the Confederation as a whole that is doing this. It is a portion of the Confederation that works with second density. I think that was pretty clear there, but uh, just to clarify there. The cool part is going to come now with the rest of the answer. And Ra says, the Confederation, as we have stated previously in this session, is composed of many of those in other densities. In your own density, within your planetary sphere, and within the inner or angelic realms. Each of those entities developing a mind-body-spirit complex and then developing a social memory complex, and then dedicating the social memory complex to the singular service 
to the one creator may join the confederation. Okay, so um, things that I'm gonna extrapolate from here, just because I think it's uh, it's fascinating for me in my imagination. Uh, the first thing is that. Like I said, a portion of the Confederation which finds themselves more capable of helping second density harvest do so and not not those who are working in third density. So that's uh, that's said there. I'm going to give something else there. But the other part that they say is that those uh, that acquire a mind-body-spirit complex and then create a social uh, memory complex, which is what we will achieve in fourth density, it's very rare that it's possible here in third density, but it is possible. Certainly not on our planet. We're still not even close to loving and understanding each other. So a social memory complex is very unlikely to happen. Uh, possibly happened before. I believe the Mayans did it, but I'm going, uh, I'm digressing here. So um, the cool part that I'm going to extrapolate from here is that think about these entities uh, this, um, let's call them social memory complexes that work with second density harvest. The way it seems to manifest in my imagination or my head are those that we call guardians of the forest or the jungles or nature in general. We have known that there are gods or goddess of certain animal kingdoms um, or part of the animal kingdom, like uh, the insects. I've heard about goddess of the insects or god of the insects and of the wolves or the bears and you know these totems that they they talked about this makes sense now when you think that there are entities helping second density beings become third density part of their evolution part of their harvest and they're very jealous it seems because they're not good with third density beings us especially those who uh, destroy nature as as we are so these entities, and I'm just thinking about uh, mythology from uh, Norse mythology or Greek mythology, when they talk about these gods being wrathful against humans because of what they're doing, you know, to the forest or the jungle or whatever it may be, to nature in general. So I thought it was pretty cool that this actually exists, that there are entities from higher densities working with second density animals, trees, uh, minerals, etc., and places that are sacred and that they have this interaction. Likewise, uh, people who have a great interaction with animals, a great love and respect for nature, they may pee, uh, um, appease these this gods, or which it's not really gods, it's just higher density beings who are working there. And you can see where I'm going here, which I thought it was, uh, I don't know, this is the cool part that I thought it was, it was good to share because it just came to my imagination when I was thinking this. Um, so. I don't know, this, that's just how things manifest in my head. So let's go to the next question. And Don says, well, did this second density to third density transition take place then 75,000 years ago, approximate? Ra says, this is correct. Next question is, where, where did the second density beings get physical vehicles of third density types to incarnate into? Ra explains, there were among those upon this second density plane, those forms which, when exposed to third density vibrations, became the third density, as you would call sound vibration human entities. That is, there was loss of the body hair, as you call it, the clothing of the body to protect it, the changing of the structure of the neck, jaw, and forehead in order to allow the easier vocalization and the larger cranial development characteristic of third density needs, 
this was a normal transfiguration. Okay, so the first thing is this is the natural evolution between second density and third density. Just like it's happening right now with fourth density, remember we are at the end of the 75,000 year cycle right now. There are four density vibrations into the earth helping into our transfiguration into four density beings. Um, that's topic for another video, I'm sure, but if you have watched the previous videos and the other sessions, you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about here. But just like it happens now for us humans to transfigure into four density, it happens to second density to third density. So what's happening is that the energies of the galaxy as it hits the planet, as it uh, evolves the planet, those vibrations get into say the animal complex of whatever uh, structure we may have or form in the planet and that vibration starts creating the capacities thanks to the blueprint that the sun in this case our sun has for the planet that blueprint tells the second density animal or uh, entity in this case that is um, is evolving how to create the third density body in this case like they said, the structure of the neck, jaw, and forehead in order to allow the easier vocalization, we're gonna get into that too, and the larger cranial development characteristic of third density needs. This seems to be a pattern that it's followed by many of the stars, at least in our galaxy, uh, handed down by the Logos. So that's what's happening here. And this, this is the transition that we have naturally. But remember, there was a cloning process thanks to our buddies the martians who had to come here so that also changed a little bit the um the form that we have and it gets deeper into that but i don't want to go into that part all right so the next question that don has says over how long a period of time was this transfiguration it must have been very short ross says the assumption is correct in our terms at least within a generation and one half as you know these things those who had been harvested of this planet were able to use the newly created physical complex of chemical elements suitable for third density lessons. Well, this is exactly what I was just saying before, uh, only that Ra is saying that it happens within one generation and a half, as we call these things. <laughs> um, so uh, those who had been harvested of this planet were able to use the newly created physical complex. This means that 25% 75,000 years ago, remember, of the whole population that became third density here, only 25%, and we've talked about these numbers before, 25% graduated from second density to third density. The other 75% comes from 50% uh, the Martians, if I remember correctly, and 25% from other planets that just came here. I believe um, the people from Deneb, the planet, or the star system Deneb came here too, which is the Mu entities and uh, we'll talk about that further also in future sessions, but we'll talk about that too uh, in previous session. In any case, what we care right now is the transition between those second density and third density, and those have become, uh, within just one generation and a half, they just change really quick. So this also makes sense that um, Ra gave this information in 1981, and I just want to put this here because I just remember this. In 1981, they said that between 100 and... 700 years or so it may be because we have a very very crazy to put it you know colloquially uh crazy planet right now and our humanity is it's 
very uh, distorted. So it may take that long for us to transfigure into four density, uh, but it all depends on us at this point. The vibrations are here. We're just uh, in resistance of it. So the same thing, second density to third, that's how it happens. I don't believe there's much resistance in second density to become third density, uh, but that's just how it happens. And the physical complex just becomes suitable at that point and third density can start uh, incarnating at that uh, point in time. So let's go to one of the last questions and a good one. Don says, can you tell me how this new bodily complex was suited to the third density lessons and what those lessons were? Ra explains, there is one necessity for third density. That necessity is self-awareness or self-consciousness. In order to be capable of such, this chemical complex of body must be capable of the abstract thought. Thus, the fundamental necessity in the combination of rational and intuitive thinking. This was transitory in the second density forms, operating largely upon intuition, which proved through practice to yield results. So the first and necessary thing is to have self-consciousness or self-awareness. This is the, the most important part. For this to happen, our body needs to have the capacity to do this. And this is why the brain grew the way it did. And we also created this physical complex. We're gonna get into that in the rest of the answer that Ra has. Uh, but this, uh, this was transitory in the second density forms operating largely upon intuition. This is crucial too. For us to also have this, um, the, this evolution in third density, we need to have the uh, intuitive thought as well as the rational thinking. Those two are very important. We're going to get into that too. Uh, let's go into the rest of the answer. Ra says, the third density mind was capable of processing information in such a way as to think abstractly and in what could be termed useless ways, in the sense of survival. This is the primary requisite. There are other important ingredients, the necessity for a weaker physical vehicle to encourage the use of the mind, the development of the already present awareness of the social complex these also being necessary, the further development of physical dexterity in the sense of the hand, as you call this portion of your body complex. Okay, so the useless information or the useless thinking that we have now in third density means that it's useless for survival, because in second density, most all of our actions are survival, 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 and very little in other things. So now the body allows for us to have thoughts or emotions that are not useful for survival, but it accelerates the process of uh, wondering and pondering upon our existence and so on. That's the, the kind of abstract thought that is not useful for living, but it's just useful for us to understand our own reality. The typical question, you know, why are we here? Who are we? Where do we come, come from? What's our purpose? And so on. Those are abstract thoughts questions, third density, that's what you hear, you know, uh, scientists always talking about animals have never been able to ask a question. They're very intelligent. They're, they have cognitive abilities of this and that and blah, 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 but they can never ask a question. Of course, they're not invested with the self-awareness to ask questions of the external or the their internal world. That's us. That's only humans. So this is very important because it creates that evolution for us to become aware that we are a separate part of the creation 
And that can be very dangerous too. <laughs> Knowing that we're separate from creation creates, of course, polarities. And the idea that we can be separate from everybody else becomes the, ser the service to self and the negative um, polarity or path, the left-hand path. Uh, that's why also it's 75,000 years as opposed to millions of years as other cycles are. It's very dangerous for the planet too, as we can see in these times with our fabulous technology. So uh, the other part is that I wanted to expand on the physical dexterity in the sense of the hand also produces the ability for us to, uh, to create tools to have, basically the body is weaker. The body is weaker than any other animal or majority of animals out there that can they can live in the in the wilderness. That's to encourage also the uh, society groups, the tribal mentality. We help each other. This also empowers and advances us into loving and understanding each other self as part of the self. We cannot live without each other. Um, so this is empowered by this new body that we have. Every single part that Ra says here in this part as the other important ingredients are very, very important. A weaker physical body is to encourage the mind development of the already present awareness of the social complex. It's exactly what I just said about becoming more aware of other selves and also being weak, just being dependent upon each other. This also being necessary, the further development of physical dexterity in the sense of the hand, obviously, our opposable thumb. That's what created us, you know, to have technology and tools and things to improve us as a civilization and society itself. And that's just, you know, how it is. So I hope that makes sense. To me, it just explains everything that I couldn't explain or understand in biology and history and all the... Uh, the classic education that is just disinformation and a way to indoctrinate us into uh, a, a wrong understanding of our own past. So that's why to me this is so exciting and very passionate about this part of the evolution of us as humans, as souls, as spirits, animals, nature, the galaxy, the universe, the cosmos itself. You can see how much I get uh, pumped for this. But let's go to the next question and the last one where Don says, this seems to be a carefully planned or engineered stage of development. Can you tell me anything of the origin of this plan for the development? Ra says, we go back to previous information. Consider and remember the discussion of the Logos. With the primal distortion of free will, each galaxy developed its own Logos. This Logos has complete free will in determining the path of intelligent energy which promote the lessons of each of the densities, given the conditions of the planetary spheres and the sun bodies. Okay, so now we're just uh, going back to information and this is how I end the video today um, because this information has been covered before. Don just wanted to know about the plan, that how this was carefully managed and all that stuff. That's all part of the blueprint that was handed down by the galaxy or the central sun in the galaxy to every single star. Ours being the sun. So the sun basically has a blueprint for what it needs to do and it just plays with it. Plays with those archetypes and the laws that it creates for every single planet. It's like its own creation. It's like a programmer that just puts inputs information based on what the logos gave. So it's uh, it trickles down. The blueprint trickles down and it plays in the different uh, manifestations of the same intelligent energy. So we have an infinite amount of creations and as Ra calls them, galaxies or universes. 
that's why we're so particular in this universe there's nobody like us just like there's nobody like the people from Deneb or from Sirius or from Orion they're all different so so cool about this is that it's that so we're talking about this uh, most importantly I think it was in session 13 when we talk about the creation itself so if you haven't watched that go watch it session 13 however many parts I did uh, on that it's very cool because we talk about how the universe was created and again uh, you can see how passionate I am about these topics themselves so that's all I got I think the biggest important uh, lesson here or the most important lesson for me is just to understand our past where we come from we know that we came uh, from a mishmash of uh, second density beings that evolved naturally from earth martians and from other planets and this we're going to cover in other uh, episodes of this series of the law of one but the important thing is to know that no matter what happened 75,000 years ago and we were segregated into different types of civilizations and from different racial environments we're now all very much mixed and we're all basically now that we have this understanding it's been 75,000 years we we're supposed to learn this lesson a while ago and this is why we have to accelerate this process because otherwise there's just gonna be a lot of people repeating third density and I don't think that many people want to do that but knowing all this information is very very encouraging for us to know that we are going into another cycle or basically ascending into four density with that I leave you to ponder all this stuff thank you so much for watching this is one of my favorite topics when it comes to creation evolution of the soul of the body and through the density so I hope you enjoyed I'll see you in next part two of session 19 where we talk about more now we're going to talk about the polarization of third density once we go into third density which is now and i think that's very important too because that's what's current and that's what we need to talk about now to accelerate this process i'll see you then